Hello. Welcome to another episode of Load of Old Waffle, the show where we waffle on about film and TV and uh, other random stuff we, we waffle our way into. good stuff. All the good stuff. No bad stuff. Sometimes bad stuff. You know what we should do, Mike? Go on. We should order, like, waffles when we waffle on. That would be nice. Like yeah, We could uh, also review the waffle that we've had. Ooh, like, so one week we'd have a potato waffle, one week a sweet waffle. I was thinking always a sweet waff- waffle and different varieties, but I'm up for a potato as well. Oh, yeah, the potato waffles are good. Really Let good. us know if you, want, if you want a waffle review. Yeah, yeah, it would be a fun addition, to be fair, and we'd get a <laughs> snack. <laughs> we have a lot to waffle on about this week, including trailers for The Flash, The Ballad of Songbirds and Snakes, Gran Turismo, Transformers, Rise of the Beasts, Insidious the red door and fast x part one i suppose it has to be called now plus we have news all the stuff from comic con uh some fast x part two news the dodgeball sequel news some mario news and then we'll be reviewing evil dead rise which we finally got to watch and guardians of the galaxy volume trez that is three in it yeah Yeah, good uh but as always we start with Katie Trivia. Woo! Hit me with it, Mike. Could you please name me three Evil Dead Rise characters? Uh, Cassie, Beth, and Ellie. I don't know if that's. Oh, Ellie. Oh, no, you've said Ellie. But, oh. If you're wrong, I cannot accept that, and you'll have to give me a different name. Uh, let me go. Let well, me yeah, I've said Ellie. Yeah, no, but. So you went with uh, Beth? Hmm. Correct. Cassie. Oh, how would you spell Cassie? That's not what you asked. <laughs> how would you spell it? Get a fuck, that's not what you asked. <laughs> yeah, there's a Cassie. How's it spelled? With a K. Huh? Never seen that before. And uh, Ellie was also a character, yeah. It was um, Lee Cronin, who wrote and directed it, uh, said that he tried to name all his characters after uh, like other characters and actors who'd been in the franchise. Yeah, so it was like a Bruce and everything for Bruce Campbell. Uh, but cool. yeah, that's one point to you. Uh, question two, can you name me ten Guardians of the Galaxy characters uh, across the films? Okay. Mm-hmm. Quill. Quill. Mantis. Mm-hmm. Groot. Mm-hmm. Rocket. Mm-hmm. Katie's counting on her fingers as she names these. Just Drax. Just so everyone knows. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Drax is number five. Mm-hmm. Uh, Yondu. Mm-hmm. Uh, ego. Yeah, ego. Good. Yeah, nice. Three more. I think you're missing like a core member. Yeah. Oh, Nebula. And yeah. Gamora. Yeah. Need one more. Need one more. Can I start? <laughs> yeah, I was, yeah, I was fully going to allow Thanos. Yeah, he's, 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 he's in the first one, isn't he? Yeah. Fair play. You could be on for a full house, but that was light work. Uh, well, my well, my next question is my favourite question. Maybe ever. Uh, in feet, could you please tell me the average height of a male giraffe? <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Um, so if a human's like five foot, mm-hmm. I would say 11 feet. Not even close. Really? 16 to 18 feet. That is mm-hmm. impressive. Tall, tall boys. What about the girls? Uh, they were 14 to 16. Oh, so so I, went, I went with the taller one. Just for more impressive. Uh, trailers. What oh. would you, because you've won, Katie, trivia. You've won, you've got two out of three. It's rare. It's your first win in a while. 
I'll could start off on a positive. I'm uh, happy to lose out to the giraffes as well. <laughs> Which trailer would component. you like to talk about first? Uh, I've forgotten. Let's talk about Gran Turismo. Gran Turismo. Yeah, so this is weird. Because mm. it was, it's not, it's, well, it's named after the video game, but it's not just a racing, it's not a classic video game adaptation. It's a true story mm. of this mental competition that Gran Turismo ran where the best players got to come and try and be real, uh, like rally best video fast game car players, drivers, yeah. yeah. And um, one was better than the rest and becomes like an actual, it's not Formula One, is it? I don't know, really know what it is. I don't know. Just a race car driver anyway. Yeah. Um, yeah, weird. Such a, I love a weird true story like that. Apparently, uh, pretty much all of it was filmed practical as well. And you can tell, I think, in the trailers a bit where there's a big crash that looks really good mm. not for the person in the car obviously but just for yeah. <laughs> for the audience looks really good uh, and a good cast as well yeah looks really good David Harbour Orlando Bloom is there not seen the Bloom in, a nice in there and stuff role. for a while yeah. you know this is a random Orlando Bloom tra- uh, fact that's all the other day he, uh, he was obviously like a big character in the Lord of the Rings trilogy he only got paid 175 grand for all three. Oh, but he's pissed off about that now wow Probably nice and rich, and you know, Katy Perry's pretty rich as well. She's got that Just Eat money. Yeah. So they probably, have, they probably have no worries. He's got his Gran Turismo money coming in. Fun All's man. well that ends well. Mm. Um, yeah, no, but it looks good. I, I'm intrigued. Like you, you had the complaint that it gives away the entire story. In the yeah, trailer. you feel like you watch the whole. You see the ups and downs of it all. Yeah, um, gave away far too much. Yeah. If you don't have, if you can't feel like a two and a half minute trailer, then make it a minute now. Yeah, I agree. I don't think I don't think every trailer needs to be two and a half minutes. No, because it is quite a lot, especially if you, you are doing time. it in like story. Especially beats. that film, I bet is what probably between ninety and a hundred minutes. So they're giving away like. Can't do the you were trying to do the percentage, weren't you? I was <laughs> thinking. Well, I was thinking a two and a half minute trailer is ten percent of a two and a half hour film. Ish. I don't think that's right at all. Yeah, it is. Is, you, were you thinking that an hour was 100 minutes long? Oh, shit. You were, weren't you? Shit. It's not. It's like yeah. 15% then. Yeah, we're going to stop using percentages because we're, we're just not on. clever enough. Looks good, excited. It does, you it does one look now, good. Mate. Uh, let's talk about the Ballad of Songbirds and Snakes. Yeah. Uh, so we have not read the book. No. Uh, although we do, we can read, just to clarify. <laughs> we just <laughs> haven't read this particular book. We did read, We did both read, it's, not, it's technically a trilogy and it was four books. There wasn't four books, was there? Was there not? Was there four films? No, there was three books. Yeah, it did the Harry Potter thing. Oh, shit, Brooke. Yeah, it didn't yeah. need to. Yeah. Yeah, no, I stopped reading the third one because I thought it was really boring. Yeah, I didn't like but the third one I did one read either. the first two. That's what I was going to say, that we both liked the first two. Yeah. So I didn't actually realise this was a book, or I probably would have probably would have given it a go. Yeah, I was tempted. It was one of the things where the only time I saw it was when it was only available in hardback. And um, who wants a hardback? If you're that. out there and you actually prefer a hardback, please get in touch because like, you can be bothered lugging one of them around like a little brick in your bag. Yeah. Imagine get trying to take three stuff. hardbacks on holiday with you for like beach reads. Oh, God. You see, case lines be fucked. <laughs> <laughs> um, but no, this looks really intriguing. Like, mm. I'm quite excited for it. I like how different the arena looks uh, well. yeah, I like it's all old school. It's the 10th one, the 10th Hunger Games, mm. and the Jennifer Lawrence ones are set. I think it's the 74th and 75th ones. Yep. So it's, you know, 65 years prior. Uh, yeah, prior. And yeah, I like that they've gone really dated with it all. 
the cast is like really good. Mm. Viola Davies, uh, Peter Dinklage, uh, Rachel Zegler, Hunter, is it Schaefer? Yeah. Schaffer, one of the two. Uh, and there's someone else in it, really famous. Yeah, but yeah, it looks really good. And then what does intrigue me about it as well is I can't really work out the time period of it. Because there's obviously all the Hunger Games stuff. But then there's just some bits where like uh, young President Snow and Rachel Zegler are just like chilling in a nice cabin. And there's like one mm. bit where she's on like a stage and looks like a bar playing guitar. So like, I'm assuming she wins and they just have a happy life together. And then something happens to her and then he becomes old and evil. Well, um, yeah, it's a good point actually because I just assumed watching it that she dies in it and that's why it becomes old and evil. No, but, I think you know, she's going to win, but then they're going to, I don't know, maybe make her go back in five years later or something like they do to... No, because uh, weren't that like, that had like, never been done before? Oh, yeah, maybe. Maybe they just don't like that she wins because she's from 12. Well, yeah, but that, that, yeah, she can't win. Actually, that's a good point because... Oh... Well, no, I was going to say that Woody Harrelson's character was the only one who won from 12. But he's the only one who's still alive, isn't he? Yeah, he's because, just the only one yeah, who so, could and, yes, be a mentor. Yeah, so she could win and just be killed. And then mm. she could win and it could be like wiped from history. Yeah. I'd like that. Yeah, so I, I mean, I was tempted. When I saw that they were making this into a film, I was tempted to read the book first. But the trailers intrigued me so much that I'm going to do film first for this. I agree. And then if it yeah. pulls me, I'll read the book. But yeah, looks good. There's, yeah, uh, yeah, I like that we see like it's the ten, and then like we should turn this into a TV show as well. Mm. So someone's like, "I'm the host of your first ever Hunger Games," and yeah, yeah I like it's an interesting because it, it could have been very samey this, mm. just like the Hunger Games, but earlier. But I like that they've gone. Let's make this properly different. Yeah, uh, and we see the guy who actually designed the games as well. So he's gonna be a real evil bastard. Yeah, a bit sadistic and stuff. Well, really sadistic. Yeah. Angry, yeah. angry man, I'd imagine. Mm. Um, but no, yeah, I'm, I'm excited. Yeah, me too. And I like that it's just going to be a one-off as well. It's been confirmed. Um, so they're not going to like say, oh, it was only one book, but let's make it into three films or whatever. <laughs> just a one and done. Boom. Love it. Yeah. Thank you for that. Please stick to it. <laughs> yeah, your pick. I you can't remember my Fast X, Insidious, Fa- Insidious, The Red Door, Transformers, and uh, The Flash. Boo, let's do Transformers. Okay. Boo. Oh. No. <laughs> yeah, boring. Um, I don't want to watch. It's set in 94. That was the big revelation of the trailer. And cool. th- there's a bit, there's a line where I was like, we've hidden on this planet for hundreds of thousands of years or whatever. And then it just cuts to a big metal rhino running through Africa. And I'm like, how have you not been spotted? <laughs> no one's ever gone. That rhino looks a bit weird. That bird looks metal. Like, I don't understand. We're not, sh- like, how pig shit. <laughs> how pig shit stupid were these humans in the na- in 1994? Pig shit stupid. Pig shit stupid. Like, Copyright that. Yeah, no, cool. It's a cool saying, wasn't it? Cool saying from a cool <laughs> well, guy. Yeah, it's bad. <laughs> I, f- I mean, you, you know how I feel about these, Mike. I don't like, I don't think any of them ever look good. No, I don't want to watch any of them. <laughs> we will we'll be doing drink on commentaries for them when uh, this one comes out. The trailers are bad. The trailers have no both been bad for this. Um, I don't uh, I don't love the design of any of the characters, really. Um, I don't think the jokes are great. I don't. Yeah, I don't have a lot of good stuff to say, but I suppose with a low bar, it could surprise us. Yeah. But it can't be worse than... Uh, I'm almost annoyed at myself for feeling so negative about it because even if it is surprisingly good, I don't feel like I can get out of the headspace of accepting that. <laughs> <laughs> so you'll be you'll just be sat in the cinema lying to yourself, even I'll if I'll just it's... be like, 
fuming if my, my mouth like flickers into a smile. <laughs> You'll be. <laughs> I'll be even more cross if you say. Clenched fists. Yeah. <laughs> Why do I enjoy this? <laughs> Shouting at the whole screen. Throwing my popcorn at the screen, doing. Um. Yeah. I. I mean. I'm gonna. We'll go see it. No, I'm kidding. I hope. I hope it's good. I hope it does. I hope me. it's good because th- as a franchise on the whole, it's not been great. I think the first one's good, and I like really likes Bumblebee. Uh, and you know maybe the fact that expectations are lower for this one, and it's doing something so, new. Yeah, well sometimes it, that's yeah. obviously a good thing. Yeah, I I hope it's good. Um, and we also have some more Transformers news in our news segment coming up. Uh, let's talk about the Flash. Let's the zoom flash. into the Flash. I love these. I love the trailers. I'm so surprised. I'm surprised too. It does look good. It looks really good. I mean, they they worked the. Do you want to get nuts? Let's get some nuts line into this one. Hmm. All the Batman stuff is flawless. I can only imagine that Marvel's arsehole is quivering. Yeah, you can tell that like... And, and by that I mean they're afraid. Yeah, I think so, because... They're a dangerous poo. <laughs> <laughs> this, this, I think, I think the Flash will probably outperform Guardians. <gasps> I do. More on that later. But it's only, for, it's only for Michael Keaton's Batman coming back. It's like, the marketing is pretty much as a Batman film. Batman's yeah, probably had the most screen time in all yeah, the trailers. Yeah, it's very um, ensemble Yeah, and all the coolest shots are the Keaton Batman shots. Mm. And that's all obviously Batman, because so of all the Ezra Miller trouble and everything, which we've we've talked about before. We won't get into that. Um, we're not having a sad, we're not having a, a, a sad news waffle, but um, I kind of think they would have marketed around Keaton anyway, just because mm. just like he's back. the Flash hasn't been very well done in any of his appearances right he's like okay. a bit annoying and mm. a bit too like much Shazam. yeah oh yeah well not that annoying no <laughs> no definitely <laughs> not um but i think just like all the batman iconography and stuff like the bat plane in front of the moon and like that was cool yeah. the bit where his his bat plane's like crashing so he parachute he like uh, ejects and then he's gliding down and his plane comes back past him. It just all looks mint. I think the flashy suit looks good as well. Yeah, it does. Uh, and I really like Supergirl's suit. Yeah, that looks good. Really as well. cool. Um, I wonder if that's going to be the same Supergirl's one in the series. Or is well, the, uh, the series animated? We, oh, what? You mean the the James Gunn one? Yeah. No, or that's going to be a film, yeah. Well, a live action her, film. I, I think that will probably depend on how well this film does. Because with this film being like multiverses, I think they probably have the perfect solution to retire Ezra Miller's character to be like, this version of Barry stayed in this universe. Yeah. And now here's the new Barry. But I think they could well say, but Supergirl came back. Mm. But also, oh no, everything's changed and now it's the new Superman and now it's, I don't know, whoever whoever's they're going to cast. Now it's Zac Efron. Mm. The From. <laughs> <laughs> um... Yeah, no, excited. Yeah. I mean, effects look good too. Yeah, I think the Flash is. It's. I think it's still my best trailer in the Hot Seat Awards. Oh my, jumping ahead. No, not this one. Like the first one. He's still oh. my best trailer. So that's how excited I am for this film. Let's is it out June. June or July, one of the summer months. Uh, let's get scary. Let's talk about a big red door. Is it not called the Last Key? No, that was the fourth one. That oh. was the rubbish one. Oh. Really yeah. rubbish. Perfect. All about keys. 
It was just a, just a, just a big, uh, yeah, big key ring. And he had to try and find the right one for the door. <laughs> a big ring of keys. Uh, yeah, that one was dog shit. Uh, this one does not look dog shit, though. This looks really good. Uh, directed by Patrick Wilson, franchise star. He is a star. Uh, yeah, I mean, I like that it's, you know, uh, picking back up with the original family. Mm-hmm. I like the thing of, like, they had the memories erased, kind of, but they, they all kind of know some well, things are like wrong. they've suppressed the trauma, I yeah. suppose, in a way. It looks like uh, Patrick Wilson and Rose Byrne's characters have got divorced. Yeah. Obviously due to the trauma, which is always sad. Very After sad. After a haunting, always sad. Mm. Common side effect of a haunting. And well, divorce. well. Not not many marriages. If Even the strongest of marriage it. would struggle <laughs> against a haunting. <laughs> I like the weird um, art backstory. Yeah, he's he's like, he's, yeah, well, I suppose. Yeah, velvet buzzsaw vibes. Velvet buzzsaw vibes, indeed. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I mean, it's a good trailer. I like, there's a lot of good scares in it. It has that horrible, horrible song in it. Oh, God. Doop, doop, that one. Um, Which one? Through the window. That one. <laughs> uh, yeah, it does, it's really, um, well, it's really dark as well, like, vis- like visually. Yeah, it is. I think you can tell that it's a new director, which is always good, when it, but it's like sticking to the franchise's roots. Yeah, giving it a new um, story. They bring back the scary red-faced man. I don't like that part. Yeah, really scary. Very uh, scary. Was arguably the most I'd ever jumped at a film up until um, a film that we'll be reviewing today when I uh, fully pretty much shot myself in the cinema. Uh, but more on that later. Yeah, yeah no, I'm, so I'm excited for well. this because, like I said, three and four weren't very good. So if, if this one's good, I think wrap it up. Mm, Let the franchise go. I like, you know, you're ending up, you finishing the story that we started with. And then a positive note, and then you know. And don't there's also do... like five films deep now. Yeah, exactly. And then yeah, I think it, it's a good scenario for everyone. If yeah, this is the last one. Yeah. Fast X trailer two. Boom. Boom. Uh, which is uh, actually a line in it spoken by uh, Jason Momoa, who's my favorite part of the trailer, because I think he knows what he's doing. I think, I think he's he having knows. a really nice yeah. time on set. He fully is. Job. Just having, just having fun. He makes probably the only even a little bit funny joke in the trailer when he's like, what should we blow up? And then he answers himself and goes, the Vatican. And then he looks at the guys behind him. He's like, whoa, you guys are going to hell. <laughs> because the other jokes in the trailer, and I made a note of this, are at one point, John Cena's in a car and he shoots the car in front of him with like a cannon that's on his car. And then he goes to high five the kid sat next to him and goes, cannon car. That's not a joke. That, that's just say what you see that's just like catchphrase it's not a joke that is like there's a line that jason statham says in the film that I, in the trailer that i still i've watched about four times don't know there. what he says uh, i think he says let's go dig some graves or something i, I was about to give you shit because i thought you were gonna say my favorite line oh no yeah well that's another terrible joke uh so tyrese says something like we can't trust this guy and go on take it away you're not on my christmas list either yep awful what awful line uh, it's an amazing line, and I'll be using it in everyday life. <laughs> what an insult. Just, uh, it's just... Stephen dropping word bombs. <laughs> There's a... Um, the heartstrings, man. Tyrese was like, oh, fuck, what do I say to that? <laughs> He's got me. He, to be fair, it's hard to reply to. It's hard to reply to. It is hard He's to reply to. I haven't thought about my Christmas list, but I'm sad to talk about yours. <laughs> Great insult. One present down straight away. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> um, Funny? Not so much. Clever? Yes. Ooh. 
Okay, Very we're weird. playing it fast and loose with clever, but okay. <laughs> Clutching at straws. <laughs> um, positive. I also cannot work out the order any of this stuff happens in. There's just a scene where Momoa and Vin Diesel both have their own little armies or something, just stood either side of a car pointing guns <laughs> at each other, and Vin Diesel's like, let's settle it with a race. I imagine it's not settled with a race. Why would it be settled with a race? No. Nonsense. Imagine the film ended there. That's <laughs> The final shot's just Jason Momoa winning the race, hand in the air. <laughs> Yay! These films are just ridiculous. How are they still going? Uh, well, they just get random famous actors on board and mm-hmm. they make another film or another spin-off or whatever. It's just absolutely absurd that they're still being made. It is. I mean, at least this one, it doesn't look like they're going to go to space, which is always nice. Um, Not what, yes, I mean, that would be more... He does drive down the side of a dam. Um, yeah. I mean, I just, I'm intrigued in the scenario of this. He's in the middle of the road on the dam. Vin Diesel and his magic car. Mm. <laughs> and then there's two, like, oil tanker trucks coming at him. But how did they get... Why is he on the dam? That They clearly knew he was on, and they have these elaborate plans just to blow him up rather than just shoot him or something. <laughs> I am intrigued to see how he survives the dam. Well, he drives down it, and then his car probably sprouts wings or, I don't know, a big dick. <laughs> <laughs> it lands on its own big dick. <laughs> and then Vin Diesel gets out and he's got a bigger dick. He's got a little scratch on his arm. <laughs> like, a classic small face cut. Yeah, oh, he'll have, he'll have small like face cuts. Yeah. He loves a small face cut. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. I, I mean, I'm, but I'm, I'm, I'm as excited for this as I have been for the last three or four of these. Mm. Where me and Katie will just take alcohol into the cinema and get drunk whilst we watch it which is i would say the best way to watch these films completely um and we've recorded a drink along commentary for the fast and the furious the first film in the franchise that will go up uh maybe the thursday after this one goes up i was surprised to learn that it was called the fast and the furious too many there's isn't there it's a real yeah. mouthful fast and real furious mouthful. is better it is better um, they realize that well, it's not a shame because they made another 11 films. So. <laughs> I was going to say, yeah, it didn't hold them back too much. They just dropped the thes. <laughs> the second one, they added two twos. Sometimes they just did a letter and a number. Yeah. Third one, they brought back the thes and added Tokyo Drift. That's a very long title. Mm, true. Yeah, I would have just called it Don't Watch This One. Vin Diesel and Paul Walker aren't in it. <laughs> <laughs> Give this one a miss. <laughs> Moving on. What trailer's next? That's it. That's the trailer section. Oh, Rounded off. Now we're into news. And we'll go straight into some Fast X news. Uh, Fast X Part 2 confirmed for 2025. <gasps> How is it called Fast X Part 2? <laughs> X only makes sense if it's 10. Because <laughs> X means 10 in Roman numeral. It doesn't make... Fast X Part 2 makes no fucking sense. Oh, it's unbelievable. Just like that. Just put a little bit of effort in. The bare minimum amount of effort in. Just call it like, I don't know. Furious X. Just call it Fast Corona or something at this point. <laughs> like, just fully lean into it. Oh, God. The Fast and the Tasty Corona. That'd be good. That would be good. Um, and Jesus. Lewis... I don't even, I don't, I can't. Move on. <laughs> Louis Leterrier is confirmed to return to direct again as well. He's directing Fast X, part one. Nonsense. Um, Unbelievable. Yeah, so he's obviously done a good job. He's obviously, I think to direct, I think to direct one of those films, or you just have to say yes to Vin Diesel. <laughs> hey, hey, Louis, can I have, can I have my arms uh, a little bit oiled in in this scene? <laughs> y- yeah, Vin, of course you can. Yeah, that's fine. 
Oh, okay, cool. You're doing a good job, man. Really good job. I love you. It's all about family. <gasps> they should call it family. They should call it fast family, yeah. The last Furious one. family. Oh, that is, they're angry. Yeah, and I'm intrigued. You're intrigued? I would watch that one, by choice, without Furious alcohol. Family. It sounds like a description of like an episode of Cory or something. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, move on. I enjoyed doing my Vin Diesel voice, so I don't know if I was done with it. Hey, hey Louis. <laughs> <laughs> in, this, in this scene, can we have three hot babes? And they all talk about how handsome I am and how I, I went bald through choice and not through circumstance. <laughs> because I could grow it if I wanted to, I just don't want to. Also, I have a massive dick. It's really big and long, but not too big or too long. It's the perfect, perfect length penis. Everyone <laughs> says it. Are we done? Are yeah. you, have you got that system? Great. <laughs> Super. <laughs> hey, Louis. <laughs> Stop. How about in this scene? My dick drives the car. Stop. <laughs> I have my, hand, my hands out to the side. And my dick, my dick stares. You're just going into tapping some weird fancies now. <laughs> Moving on. We move on. Uh, the Mario, I've been proven right. Okay. The Mario movie has officially passed a billion worldwide. And I predicted that from the start, which means I'm officially the genius, the genius of the episode. Okay. And for that, I win. Uh, I get to do my Vin Diesel voice one more time <laughs> in the episode randomly. Um, right. I won't tell you when. Um, I'm sure I'll realise when, when it happens. <laughs> It'd be weird if you didn't. <laughs> weird if you didn't. Um, uh, Craven the Hunter, are you excited for it? That no. is the next film in Sony's uh, Spider-Man spin-off. Oh, also now. Uh, so it's going to be rate R-rated. So it's going to be an 18. So unlike Morbius, where he, you know, he, he kills people off screen and drinks the blood off screen and just keeps mm. deep-throating blood bags. Uh, we did an episode on it. Go back, it's a good one. Uh, yeah, this one, he, he, this one, uh, he'll probably like, you know, kill some people mm. on screen. On oh. screen kill. Imagine, oh. imagine the tree. We could be so lucky. Yeah, looking forward to that then. Yeah, uh, Aaron Taylor Johnson is Craven as well. Uh, I really like him. Yeah, me too. He was, he was Tangerine or Lemon. From mm. he was one of the two from Bullet Train. Was it Tangerine and Lemon? Yeah, it I was one. Can't it, remember yeah. which one he was. So. He was the one who didn't like Thomas the Tank Engine. Uh, dodgeball. Are you familiar with the game? Very much so. Are you familiar with the film? Very much so. Well, the good news is, boom, Dodgeball 2. No. Announced. No. Yep, Vince confirmed. Vaughn. Vince Vaughn is attached and it's been confirmed. Uh, the other cast have not yet been announced. But Vince Vaughn in the past has said that he's been really keen to do it, but uh, he didn't want to do it without Ben Stiller, and Ben Stiller was the doubt. So now I think they've probably all agreed. That's so exciting. Justin Long talked about it when he was promoting Barbarian as well, and he said there is a script that's really good, uh, and we're just basically waiting on Ben Stiller. So I assume, yeah. Yeah, he's agreed. Oh my god, that is so exciting. I wonder if he'll get really ripped again. Mm. <laughs> You'd have to, I think. Well, unless he stays a, the fat version from like, the end. I was just thinking that. Yeah, maybe that's what. But we'll then he'd do. be a very easy target in dodgeball. Mm. Dodgeball's not the game for big, fat, white Goodman. That was his name, wasn't it? Yeah. yeah. Oh, such a good... We'll all we'll have to do a commentary for that film. Oh, so funny. Oh, yeah. Yeah, absolutely buzzing for that. Uh, I have no, nothing else to say. Did it make you smile? Dodgeball. Does the idea of a sequel make you smile? Yes. Well, that's a good time to our next bit of news segment because a smile sequel is in the works. 
you joking? I know, I was upset as well. Why? Because um, the end of the film is rubbish. What could it possibly be? The ending was shite. It'll just be, well, the, the mustachioed policeman will just have it now, won't he? He has the smile illness. Fuck me. Because she set herself on fire whilst, and he saw it, so he's got the smile. Um, like, the, 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 I don't know what it is. Curse. Yeah, just... Well, it's really supposed to be like uh, feed on people's trauma and you just can't escape. Feed on people's trauma. You, you never get yeah, any better. Yeah, you eventually had to kill yourself. Yeah, great. What a great message. Yeah, we've, we've, we've reviewed Give it. Give us more of that uh, in the world. Yeah, odds. Especially with the reaction to it as well because everyone seemed to say like, yeah, the first 75 minutes were great and then... Yeah, I think yeah, it, was, it, went yeah. the, it was the worst possible way to end that film. So I don't know if maybe... I hope this rectifies maybe it. Maybe they're doing it to try and rectify that and be I like, oh, no, bad. no, she, yeah, this guy actually can survive it, so don't worry. Um, like, um, it was it was basically like you can never... Yeah, it um, was, yeah, you can never, you can never get, get past trauma, your own basically. Past trauma, yeah. Yeah. Um, well, that's the way we interpret it anyway, but... Well, and yeah, but yeah, we weren't... We, I checked comments and stuff and it, people did. I thought, yeah, I thought yeah. it was really poor. Um, but Not it so made a lot of money, which is why um, the sequel's been greenlit. It was absolutely the most profitable film of the last year. Really? Yeah. Wow. So wow. you can see why they greenlit a sequel. Well, yeah. I hope they rectify it then and they, they address yeah. that, that massive fucking issue. I think they will. I Because it could be. It's a good concept. Yeah, it is. And it was genuinely very scary. The jump scares and stuff were really good. It takes you out of it, though, when it's... You have a shit bit like that. Yeah, it does. A bad ending, it sticks in your mind, doesn't it? Yeah. Whereas a good ending can save a bad film. Exactly. Um, so, we have some Transformers news. They oh. are doing a Transformers animated film Ooh. called Transformers 1. And the voice cast has been announced, and it is mint. Oh. So, uh, Lawrence Fishburne will be Alpha Trion. John Hamm will be Sentinel Prime. Keegan-Michael Key will be Bumblebee. Scarlett Johansson will be Alita. Brian Tyree Henry will be Megatron. And Chris Hemsworth will be Optimus Prime. And I'm really hoping he's Aussie. <laughs> Good day, mate. You fucking bastard. <laughs> Started off well, that, didn't it? And then it yeah. crashed and burned. Hey, Louie. <laughs> <laughs> it's me, Big Dick Diesel. <laughs> I'm really excited about the Transformers animated film. Maybe Fast X Part 2 could be animated. Uh, if I was in Transformers, oh, all the lady Transformers, they'd just want to shag me. <laughs> okay, moving on. <laughs> I think that could that could be really good. Well, yeah. The tr- they, I think a, it um, might trans... I don't think um, the... Was it CGI is the word I want? I don't yeah. think the CGI looks bad in any of the trailers necessarily. But I think animation might do it a bit more justice. Yeah, well, the uh, animated film from the either 80s or 90s is kind of beloved and is seen as the best Transformers film so far to many people. So, again, it's one of those things where is it like too much Transformers stuff, though, where Mm. they're trying to try and create, you know, a live action universe and maybe an animated one. And I suppose if they are just completely separate, Mm. which they obviously are because they've got, you know, different cast members and everything, then I I think stuff like that could work. And if the live action one flops, which I think it will, um, at least you've got an animated one to fall back on. Yeah. Belts and braces and all that. Um, are you ready to review? I am ready to review. Okay, so we have to start with uh, Katie's quick fire questions. Mm. These are for Evil Dead. We'll do Evil Dead first. Okay. Because okay. at the time of recording, we haven't yet watched Guardians of the Galaxy. Why? Why throw the spoiler out there? Well, they're not. Well, I don't see how that makes any difference to the audience. We're watching well, it, and then when I come back and record like five, the Guardians bit. we'll be talking about Guardians yeah. before we watch this. So and if there's a the janky bit of editing in the middle, it's, that's why. That's why. Yeah, mind your own business. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, Evil Dead Rise. 
Was it too long? No. What was best? Script, visuals, or soundtrack? Mm, visual. Better or worse than you expected? Better. Best act? Third. Mm. Best performance? Uh, the scary mom. Nice, yep. Uh, I think I agree with pretty much all of them. I I loved it. It's so good. I was. It was well. It was so scary. I want to immediately talk about the cheese grater. <laughs> you don't even want to. You just want to go right. So full spoilers. Uh, go on. One of the main characters gets a like cheese grater. <laughs> <laughs> it's the most disgusting, but the most amazing thing I've ever seen. It is really because she like it doesn't just so grate it. She minging. really presses the grater down. Like yeah, you would never grate cheese it. that way. You would no, never grate you cheese. You would never that do way. it so aggressively. You have to be tender and loving to the cheese. Cheese doesn't deserve that. Never mind a human leg. Oh, it's so gross. I think there was a lot. No, I don't even think that was the gr- the worst bit for me. The worst bit for me was when, and it's the same character who cheese grates the leg. She's eating a wine glass. Uh. And then, like, she swallows the glass and it, like, kind of pokes through a throat at the front. And it is, oh, Rank. I mean, the practical stuff in the film is outstanding. All the, the dead the... eye makeup oh. and everything is unbelievable it like looks so good the gore is brilliant i think they use uh, six thousand five hundred liters of fake blood and you can tell yeah you really can tell it is so if you like a bit of gore mm-hmm. oh my god you're gonna love it it is disgusting but in the best way so the brief the briefest way of putting the story is basically uh there's two sisters one sister has three kids but her husband's walked out on her the other sister has just found out she's pregnant, so she goes back around to her other sisters for help. Then there's an earthquake, which unearths a vault in which they have the uh, Necromicon or something. The Book of the Dead, anyway. Yeah, which, kid one, finds which one of the kids it, goes uh, Obviously fucking really reads nice. it, because fucking idiots. Uh, although he does try and stop it, which I liked. He doesn't just read yeah. it out loud as for a laugh. Um, and then he quickly realizes he's made a terrible <laughs> fucking mistake. Uh, and the mother of the children is the one to get possessed first. Yeah. Um, I actually think it was maybe scarier. Um, the idea of it being in like just a an, an apartment block than it was the cabin in the woods. Mm. Because like with the cabin in the woods, there's no one else kind of around for the thing to get. You know, yeah. like the the uh, the curse or whatever. Whereas in this, it's like, well, fuck me. If it gets everyone on this floor, it could get everyone on the next floor, and then it could get everyone in the building, and then yeah, it'll take over the world. Be, yeah. Like, yeah, literal zombie um, apocalypse vibes. It was also, and I said this to you after we left, like one of my favorite horror scripts because every time in the cinema, I would think, oh, why haven't they done this yet? It seems to always happen. Yeah. Like there's one guy, and they're trying to open a door at some point, and he's like, oh, I'll get my shotgun and I'll shoot it off. And the guy's like, no. So you click, like, okay, this guy's got a shotgun. And then mm-hmm. the shit hits the fan, and the mum's, like, killing everyone. And I'm like, oh, well, where's the shotgun guy? And then that very second, he shot her in the head of the shotgun. <laughs> and I was like, oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> okay, fair play. And there's another bit where I'm like, why are they not just trying to use the stairs? And they look at the stairs, yeah. and the stairs have fallen down. There's no stairs anymore. And I'm like, oh, well done. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, it was really yeah, good for doing it, that. Yeah. Um, it was a good script. Performances across the board as well are really good. Like you said, the mum who's been possessed is terrifying she's so fucking scary um there's just two bits where she shouts but like unexpectedly and I, I, I shat myself Me? yeah shat myself at that and then there's another bit <laughs> <both> absolutely <laughs> loved it. there's another bit where the sister's like it trying to break down a door and you don't even know that the evil sister's there and then she just does she shout betty boo betty boo 
Becky Boo I genuinely jumped out of my seat. Yeah, it was so scary. I was well embarrassed. <laughs> One of the things where you kind of like, you sink into your seat. Yeah, you wish you were sat on the Someone's back row. seen that, yeah. yeah. It was really busy. We went to the coward screening. We went to the 20 past four screening so we could come out in daytime. Yeah. And it was surprisingly busy, which made me feel good because there were a lot of fellow cowards in there. I'm glad we did that sign, though. It was good to come out to daylight. Yeah, I know. And you were like, let's go out at nine. What feels wrong? Like? I felt like a coward. <laughs> it does, but it was really genuinely probably the scariest cinema experience I've had since. A quiet Place. Ooh, yeah. A quiet Place is a good one. Or maybe It Chapter One. Yeah, that was scary. But yeah, like we're going back years to a time where I can yeah. remember thinking, seeing in the cinema and thinking, fuck me, this is pretty relentless. Yeah. Um, what did, I mean, what did you think of it like in terms of adding to the lore of Evil Dead and stuff? It was, uh, oh, sorry. Just yawning. Just wait, held that yawning until I asked the question. I don't know where that <laughs> came from. So sorry. Um, I think it did a good job of modernizing the story. I agree. And also making it, like you said, the cabin... Has the danger of getting a bit samey. Yeah, oh, 100%. Because they only rebooted it in 2013, I think, was the mm. um, the most recent reboot, which I like. I think it's good Yeah, film. I don't mind the reboot, but, yeah. Yeah, I think this one did a much better job of bringing it into the modern day and um, taking the franchise in kind of a new direction. Yeah. Because this also, in this one, the law was changed, that the Deadites were harder to kill. Mm. because there was like i remember in the 2013 one i think there's like three ways you can kill them you can bury them alive you can burn them and you can do something else and like it's revealed in this one that you can't bury them alive you can't burn them even dismembering them basically doesn't work Mm. like they basically have to be well in this the way she does it is she puts them in a um a a tree a wood chipper that's the word yeah and basically turns them into mush so the only way to stop it is to mush them basically well, yeah, just absolutely, completely, well and truly fucked them up. You just got mushed. Who, <laughs> yeah, and then they all, like, <laughs> you just got mushed. Then they all get, like, well mushed into this horrible monster oh, thing. Oh, that bit is disgusting. When they all, disgusting. like, combine, it's proper minging. Yeah, they, like, pull loose arms off and stuff, and so, like, the evil mum's head is the centre of it, but they're all attached into, like, a human spider. Yeah. But, like, the, the um, how they actually filmed it is, it's, it's horrible to watch, but it's so clever. Go on. Well, no, I don't. I don't know how exactly oh. they did it, but I just mean the fact that it, you can tell it's semi-practical. Like it yeah, probably is just was, a lot of people on their hands and knees you could tell a lot. about. Yeah. Well, you could tell. I'm assuming pretty much all of the effects were practical. Yeah, I think it so. It showed. It looked a lot better. That's I think that's a proper um, nod to the previous Evil Deads as well. Yeah, they're all. Yeah, you can 100%. tell they're all practical. Yeah, I think, I think that was nice to carry that over as well. You'd be doing a real disservice, I think, to the originals if you came at this and were like, okay, we'll CGI it all. Yeah, definitely. It, it just wouldn't work. That's not what they're about. Um, well, yeah, I did like it being in the apartment block as well. Yeah. It, it was, was also very brutal because the five main characters are the two sisters we mentioned, mm-hmm. uh, the sister's oldest son, who is a boy who likes DJing. Yep. His name was... Danny. Danny, nice. Then there's the middle child, who is a girl who likes protesting whose name was Bridget Bridget and then there is the I, I've forgotten all these by the way I'm really glad you know and then the youngest was Cassie with a K mm-hmm. and she liked making big spears to Stephanie to Stephanie to stab a ghost um, what an exceptional name <laughs> yeah yeah very Stephanie clever Stephanie is a doll's head on a staff yeah that gets broken in half and becomes very sharp and mm-hmm. may or may not be used later mm-hmm. um, but like so straight away you're like okay well surely they're not gonna kill some of the kids Spoiler, they, they killed 
you know, two thirds of the kids. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. So it is, it's brutal and it really surprised me because I, immediately I was a bit like, oh no, so I, three yeah. of them are going to survive. I, I was a bit worried as well, especially because, sorry, it's completely interrupt with you. Um, we'd obviously knew from the trailer that the mum yeah. gets it. I thought, oh, it's not going to be the whole film, it's just the mum. I thought that as well, yeah. I actually think the trailer was really clever in how little it gave away. Yeah. The trailer kind of gives away like the first maybe 10, 15 minutes of the mum's possession, really. Yeah. Like it didn't really didn't give you a lot at all. Um, I think it took a while for her to get possessed, though. But I liked that. I liked that all the characters had a, li- had a little bit of something to them. Like, like yeah. I said, one of them just liked DJing. One of them just liked protesting. But like yeah. they, were, they were semi-fleshed out and I liked all the relationships between them. And then it kind of made it sadder that the... Yeah a mum who was struggling and you know was struggling financially and had been left by her husband and mm. was the one who got possessed and then kind of the thing of you just have to at some point accept that she's dead and the thing that looks a little bit like her now is mm. not her it's just an evil monster that you have to kill i liked like the exploration of that yeah i also liked sad. um just it was it was like from the second she did get possessed so say she takes maybe 25 minutes for her to get possessed it's relentless from then on like oh yeah it never lulls that's what i thought like i, I thought it did take a bit long to get there which but then it was good as well because it made me tense because i always knew it was coming mm. so i was on edge like i kind of wanted it to start so it was over with yeah i was so scared <laughs> yeah but then oh yeah i don't know i was gonna make another point but i've lost my train of thought beth was a really good final girl yeah Really good final girl. And I think, to be fair, you've obviously have Ash, and then you had Mia from the 2013 one, and now Beth. I think mm. they've all been really good. Yeah, definitely. As in, like, final characters. And I would like to see... I don't know how it would work if they make another one, whether it would it'd be a way of bringing Beth back, or whether it would just be, like, someone else has got the curse. Like, because it opens with a scene at, like, a... Well, I suppose a cabin in the woods type thing. Yeah. With a girl who's been possessed. And then it says, one day earlier... And then you, at the end, you realise that she's kind of basically got it from this building. Yeah. So it's going to be interesting to see if, if they do make a sequel, whether it is someone, just new characters completely, or mm. whether somehow Beth gets involved again. Mm. I think it would probably be new. Or maybe they'd bring back, like, a Mia or something. Yeah. Because there was also a line of, like, this book has three volumes or something, and we found one on the priest's, like, recording, uh. which I think means... One volume, Sam Raimi's uh, Bruce Campbell. Ah. One volume, 2013 reboot. One volume, this one, which would imply that they all exist in the same world. Ah. So if that is the case, then... That would be really you cool. You could maybe combine the three and do a Bruce Campbell, not Bruce Campbell, an Ash, Mia and Beth, which would probably be a bit fan servicey, but also, why not? Yeah, give the people what they want. I think that'd be good. All in all, I mean... I'd have to watch all the old ones again, though, but I think this might be my e- my favourite Evil Dead film. Yeah, I think I agree. Yeah. Um, I really like all of them. Yeah, I do. I don't think there hasn't been a bad one. It's a really strong horror franchise. To say the first one was made for just peanuts as well, like, absolutely nothing. Mm. Just how good the gore and the effects were. Yeah. So Lee Cronin, um, who wrote and directed it, has made a film before it. I think it was called, like, The Girl... The whole... Something about a hole or something. And I think we'll have to watch that now. It was called The Hole in the Ground. Uh, and that's got really good reviews and stuff as well. So, yeah, yeah, we might have to give that a go. But during the, during the daytime. Definitely during the daytime. Yes. 
Uh, would you recommend? Yes. I would 100%. And uh, what would you give it? Mm, I think I'd give it uh, an 8.5. I'm torn between 8.5 and 9. I'm going to go 9 just because I think that the, the, it's like 96 minutes summer absolutely flew by. Yeah, that's and, true. And um, I was, I was ge- relentlessly scared the whole time. Yeah, like, me too. It took me a couple of minutes of getting out of the cinema for my heart to properly calm down. Yeah, it was very scary. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, yeah, give it a watch. Yeah, well worth a watch. And uh, Guardians of the Galaxy. So, Katie's one word. Qu- one word. Why well, I said one word questions. Katie's quick fire questions Woo. with one word answers. So, what was the film too long? No. What was better, script, visuals, or soundtrack? Everything. <laughs> Need an answer. Script. Better or worse than you expected? Both. Best act? Third. Uh, best performance? It's an interesting one. Mm. That is a tricky one. Mm. Well, I'll say Rocket, but he's not really in it. Well, he's a big part of it. So he's I'll probably go for Rocket. some credit. I'm going to Coops. The Cooper there. Okay, so, uh, overview, what do you think it's about? No, you do the overview. Okay. You're better so, at the overview. Uh, full spoilers from the start. Uh, if you don't want Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3 spoilers, turn off, turn off now. Or just mute it, but keep listening so we get good playthrough uh, ratio. <laughs> <laughs> Help us out. So, yeah, uh, basically, Guardians is chilling on that nowhere planet. Mm, chilling, having a nice, having a nice time. Then Big Adam Warlock shows up, uh, beats the fuck out of Rocket, and then the guys have to go on a big quest to save Rocket, because mm. of Rocket's horrible, horrible dark past, which is where I think we should start, because this mm. is, we, I mean, we both love this, to give a first impression, Yep. but this is a, it's not an easy watch it's for large It's a very dark chunks. undertone, yeah. yeah. It's by far the darkest MCU film, and this is a franchise where, in one film, half of the planet was wiped out, and yet seeing... I don't think it's the darkest. Friends. It's really dark. The villain who's just like sadistic. Are you sadistic? Every other villain, you, you kind of you have an understandable element to them. This guy's just a monster, a high evolutionary. He is. Yeah, yeah. Great actor. Yeah, yeah. Really good. He's Chuck? obviously in the Suicide Squad and Peace. No, he's not in Suicide Squad. He's in Peacemaker. Maybe he's in the Suicide Squad. He's in one of the two things. So he's up with James Gunn before. Yeah. Um, but yeah, the. There are long scenes in this where you're like, oh, this is, like, it's really good and it's really, uh, uh, but mm. yeah, it's harrowing at times. It really is. It just shows how bad animal testing is. It does. Uh, there's, yeah, it's, uh. It's obviously not yeah. literally that, but. No. Uh, I imagine it's on purpose because James Gunn has uh, rescue dogs. So, yeah. all around good animal guy. We love an animal lover. I just uh, saw an interesting bit of trivia. Go on. Um, he had a dog. He was called Wesley. Who died died recently, mm-hmm. but they like modelled Rocket and Groot's eyes and facial features on his dog. Oh, that's really cute. On Wesley, yeah. Yeah, that is cute. Mm. Oh, yeah, that's that's maybe quite sad. Yeah. Um. So Rocket's backstory is, he was just an innocent little normal Earth raccoon, mm-hmm. um, who was experimented on by the High Evolutionary, who's just trying to, he's trying to perfect evolution. He's trying to. Speed up evolution, so all creatures are the best, the most evolved version of themselves. Yeah. Um. So Rocket is like one, the last batch before he cracks it. I mean, he never cracks it because 
the thing he makes are quite monstrous, but yeah. he supposedly has cracked it. Um, and so Rocket, he's then clever and in a cage with his three new best friends, uh, Floor, Teefs, and Lila. Mm. Uh, just awful. And eventually... It's like we see in history. Eventually, when he thinks he's cracked it, he's like, okay, we're going to kill all you lot now, but I'm going to keep your brain, Rocket, because you're the first thing I've created that can have new ideas. It's basically like those Rocket's chat just GPT like... and stuff. <laughs> they can they can recreate stuff and mm. change the wording and structure, but they can't invent new ideas. Mm. And mm. Rocket's a human. Yeah. Rocket's like the anomaly of all his test subjects. because yeah. he's... Rocket can think and Rocket, yeah, yeah. Rocket can create new things. Yeah. Which again, I liked because, and you can see how much of this has been embedded the whole way through. Like I saw a Bradley Cooper interview w- view where he said that like the first time he met James Gunn to talk about Rocket, mm. James Gunn gave him like Rocket's backstory, which was pretty much everything we saw in this. So he mm. had it, he did have it all planned out. Um, and then. That's really interesting. I mean, it was inevitable, but the trailer tricked me. I thought Rocket and at least Lila were going to escape because of that scene in the trailer where they hugged. But no. James Gunn was a real bastard, and he killed all three of Floor, Teefs, and Lila off. That is just the saddest scene and ever. I would like everyone to know that it whilst was awful. I cried rather heavily, uh, Katie's just nothing. No, Mike. Nothing. I was just like, like... she was watching a dance number. <laughs> that is not true. If anything, there was a smile. Oh, I just get like so lost in it that I can't feel feelings until like, I watch it she again. didn't even cry when Rocket went to heaven and saw Lila. No, because I'd already decided that he wasn't, he can't die. They can't put him through. No, it does, Mike, because I was so absolutely. She said that it's in the sky. Something they'd never seen before. Oh, God. Stop it. It was so sad. You were right about the script being the best. I mean, the visuals and stuff, like, it's leaps and bounds better than Quantum Mania. And I feel bad because Quantum Mania is like our go to shit on film. uh, You can massively tell that the budget, Black Panther. Were kind of forever, and this were favoured, and then Ant Man just kind of fell in the middle where it looks yeah. like a mess. It was, it yeah, was it does highlight time that. and everything put into it, which mm. again isn't really the um, special effects team's fault. If you don't have the time and the money, you'd get what you get, don't you? Like, well, yeah, yeah. Um, but no, this looks great. Even I mean, Counter Earth, which is the Earth where the High Evolutionary oh. has put all his weird like panda well, men and um, like well, no, they're the woman. ones that he decides are highly evolved and he likes them, but then he gets a new thing again, so he's. Well, yeah, no, because they're, they're, well, they're supposedly highly evolved, aren't they? But when they drive through out of like the suburbs, they um, they see like some of them are dealing meth and yeah. they essentially just become Humans. us again because, yeah. you know, you, there is no such thing as a perfect creature other than, you Eat know, Mike. me. <laughs> <laughs> a specimen uh, of a man. Yeah. What did you think of High Evolutionary as a villain all around? I thought it was really good. I thought it was really good. Yeah. His makeup was really good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that yeah, because you see what Rocket actually did to him after he killed his three oh. friends. He basically, he claws the fuck out of his face. It's ba- there's no face left. Yeah, it's like a, yeah, he's just, just pure. Goo, to, he's goo proper. Face, yeah. Oh, yeah, proper and he sadistic. It. And he deserved it. Scary. One thing I'd do, I think Shouty Rocket would he would have he would have caught an eye or something. He should have had an eye patch. If you had one critique, <laughs> if I was to have one critique, he should have had an eye patch. Um, one critique I have seen floating around a little bit mm. is uh, some people think this is the worst Guardian soundtrack of the three films. Really? I think I agree. I think it is the worst. Well, it's it's a lot of pressure for the soundtracks. Yeah, it is. I think it's kind of got to that stage now where people are like, 
have you, you, you think about the songs a lot more than you would in any other film. Yeah, you do. Uh, you do. And I really like the I like open the with creep. And I really yeah. like it ended with um, that Florence and the Machine one. I was really unsure about Dog Days for over song. Yeah. At first, but the more I think about it, the more I like it. But I really like the open with creep. I liked that one from the trailer. You know, it goes. Yes, that one. That one. That one. That, I actually do know what you mean. That yeah, was everyone knows. That's yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> um, there was a Since You've Been Gone as well. That was a good, but it's not the Kelly Clarkson Since You've Been Gone. It's the other Since You've Been Gone. Probably less successful. Oh. Until now. Yeah, I liked the soundtrack, but yeah, I probably would agree. It probably is yeah, the worst of the three. Yeah, I just think there's not as can't many. have it all though, Mike. No, no, not bad. There's just less, I would say, like, oh shit, yeah, I do love this song. Like, there are, mm. you know, like, with the... Um, the very first one, Come and Get Your Love. It's like, oh, yeah, yeah really good song. Whereas, like, I like every song from this, but it's not like, oh, shit, yeah, do you remember that one? Maybe it's trying to cater to people a bit younger than us again. Yeah, well, yeah, because that, well, that's the thing in it, because, like, his, his music has progressed because his technology's gotten better throughout. So he had, mm. like, a cassette player. Then he got a Wal- new he tape. Had a Walkman and for then a bit, he got, he? now he's just got, like, a little Zune, which apparently is, like, an early iPod. All right. So he's now up to like nineties music. Yeah. Maybe early two thousands. No, he's on no he's on noise or even yeah, noise. Yeah. He's noise, I think. No, no busted. No busted. What Criminal. A what an absolute sham. People won't be saying that on Twitter if busted were in the in the <laughs> Should we talk Nugamora? Yes. Thoughts. I really liked that they didn't get together again. I liked I mean, and then there was a quite a few things in this film that really surprised me. I think mm. it probably surprised everyone. Mm. Um but yeah, I really liked that he resisted the urge completely to just be like, Oh, I've fallen in love with you again and things are back to normal. Yeah. It's basically like I would never died because that's the worst thing a film can do. Because I didn't think it was realistic either. It 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 made yeah. it make sense for it to not happen, but it I don't know how to explain the point I'm trying to make. Well, I feel like when they they did actually get together in the original films, they weren't they obviously are a good match, but I felt like it was like a kind of once in a lifetime sort well, of thing. Yeah, so it makes sense for other versions of each other. They would yeah, never fall they in would, love, those yeah, people. Exactly, yeah, so exactly. I liked that it wasn't just like, oh, we've been on one more adventure to save this little raccoon that I don't really know. Now yeah. I love you again. It was like, oh, okay, I respect you and I kind of get it. I kind of get why a version of me fell in love with you, but like, nah, I'm, I'm happy being a ravager with Sylvester Stallone. Yeah, like, that's not, not a bit yeah. of me. Um, yeah. They also recast Miley Cyrus, if you didn't know. Yeah. Sorry? She was the emoji robot Ravager in Guardians 2. Oh. And uh, it wasn't her this time. That's interesting. Yeah. Side dog. Side dog gone. <laughs> that's not the character's name. That's just Cyrus and dog put together like a cool slime. Like side dog. Yeah. Miley. Yo, side dog. My side dog. <laughs> what's, what's up? <laughs> this is how I'd interact with Miley Cyrus. Um, yeah, so did you like Gamora in it? Yeah, yeah. Like, I, I agreed with you completely, to be honest. And in other, well, the other most surprising development of the film uh they all lived i have never been so fucking buzzing <laughs> that a group of cast survived the film for any new listeners uh you have been since we did for our months i've been my, i have been like my asshole's been <laughs> clenching <laughs> with fear for months thinking about this film like, i didn't even want i could to the point where i couldn't keep watching the trailer because i was yeah. so worried that people were gonna die and is that irrational yeah <laughs> am i asked no and for all you people say, oh, there's no, there's no risk. People, someone should have died. Get fucked. <laughs> Enjoy the film. <laughs> not everyone, not a main character has to die in every film. I agree, and I think. It, and normally, I would agree. It pisses me off when the main characters don't die, yeah. but I, I can't. 
I'm just biased, Mike. I no, can't I, help it. I think this it works because the, we have lost a lot of the Guardians. Like we obviously lost original Gamora. Mm. Yondu died in the last one. Mm-hmm. We lost. Well, Groot technically died, and new Groot. Mm. You know, they all dusted away for a while. And I like the fact yeah, that... Yeah, because they all literally... They all lo- yeah, got lost in Everyone apart so. from Rocket, yeah. Mm. That, and they all... And everyone expected that he would kill a few of them off because, you know, Dave Bautista had publicly said, well, I'm done with the role, and... Um, Gamora did as well, didn't yeah, she? Yeah, so they'd all, yeah, suggested that they were done with it. So it's the perfect opportunity to kill them off and be like, oh, yeah, Jax's ending is just that he he's reunited with his dead wife and mm. daughter but no it's like no he's he gets a, a nice ending that no one expected where it's just like oh shit you're not a destroyer you're meant to be a dad and he, yeah. he uh, it was really nice and i think it was nice and they made it all make sense and the guardians they broke up they're not well the, that that iteration of the team did yeah uh we will get back onto whether we think there'll be a no, new iteration in the future yeah um, but yeah i was so worried that it was well, not wor- well, I was worried. I've just talked about my asshole clenching for the last <laughs> six months. Um, I was so convinced that one or two of the main characters would die in mm-hmm. a sacrifice for saving yeah. a different Guardian. But then I've probably been worried about that because that's just the a general narrative that a lot of these franchises follow. Yeah, so I was glad to not see that happen. Yeah, especially in this dies. one because I am especially biased to the Guardians and I don't want any of them to die. I'll, when I've been re-watching the first two... I've enjoyed them more knowing that they all live. Well, not Yondu. Well, Some respect on his name. Sorry, Yondu. I do, wow. I do miss Yondu. Wow, he got a blink, like a blink and you miss it cameo as well, didn't he? Yeah. Which is nice. I wonder if he actually came in for that and got all blued up for a day just to just to stand there and not say anything. Uh, blued up is an official term as well. So well, yeah, it was nice it. to have a, a different narrative. Well, yeah. Because we, we always see sacrifice in these films. And I'm not moaning about the generic narrative that you get of superhero films yeah. because... They have to follow some sort of sequence. Well, exactly, and yeah. That's fine. But yeah. Well, I I just think. Thank you, James Gunn. It wasn't even. It wasn't that he copped out by leaving them all alive. It was mm. that he gave them all the endings they deserved and endings that made sense. Yeah. It wasn't just like, oh, I'm gonna retire and go and live on a farm. It was like, no, Drax will stay to look after these kids. Uh, Gamora will go off and be a Ravager because that's what new Gamora. That's like her. Yeah. Group that Quill she's went found. Back to yeah. Earth. Quill goes back, and that that came. I was very surprised. I was very surprised. Right, that's that right well. at the start. Mm. Mantis says something like, "Oh, you have a a granddad, a grandson, yeah, a granddad. He might still be alive." And I was like, "Oh, okay, so he's gonna go back to Earth," mm. um, which I think is logical. And if you were gonna leave one of these characters in the universe, he's the obvious choice. And we'll get yeah. back to that in more detail when we talk post credits. But um, the one that I think maybe surprised me a bit was was Nebula just being like, "I'm gonna." be in charge of the city because mm. i was kind of like no you'd stay a, you'd stay a guardian i don't mm. really I, you don't strike me as like a good leader <laughs> no, no offense no. i wouldn't want to work for nebula <laughs> like, no, I, don't, I don't think she'd be a bad leader I don't she's think really with an iron fist but um well yeah exactly that's what i may imagine someone arrives late yeah they won't fucking do it again will they? <laughs> well that's that is true all those nice children because they will be dead yeah um, i would like to have seen her carry on yeah um I suppose Groot carried on then, so they didn't want to carry over too many of them. Uh, but the, yeah, yeah. Talk Adam Warlock. I do. Will Poulter, Will of Poulter. Son of Rambo fame. If you haven't seen that, oh. go back and watch it. It's an unbelievable English film. Rambo is spelled with a W for comedy reasons. <laughs> like that time I said Cyrus Dog. Oh no, Cy Dog. Oh, got my good joke. <laughs> I was happy to see Will Poulter. Yeah, and I thought he's good in the role. Um, 
fabulous makeup get, again. He's, he's newly out of his cocoon, and so he's mm. a big idiot. But like in a, in a way that he's not just the same as a Drax or a Mantis. It's quite impressive yeah. how many new ways James Gunn finds of making a character like a lovable idiot without. Mm. Um, and he, I mean, he's open in fight scene where he like nearly kills Rocket and he, he oh. properly beats the shit out of Nebula. Like, yeah. And you can see a body because he's obviously like 98% metal or whatever. He's just uh, like, fucked. yeah, all bent out of shape. Yeah. It's really good. Uh, he's been like depowered from the comics in the comics. He like, could kill pretty much anyone, but I just don't think you need a godlike character in this. Was that the whole point of him being fresh out of the cocoon then? Well, yeah, he probably will get stronger and he'll obviously learn more. Um, yeah. But uh, yeah, I don't, I just, I don't know. I think maybe with Eternals, when they're all kind of gods, it gets a bit dull. I think maybe mm. that's why Guardians is appeals to so many people because it's kind of like none of them are insanely powerful. Yeah, yeah, they're all powerful together. Yeah, the, yeah, exactly. They, they need each other. It's not like yeah, just oh, here's the one who can fly and shoot lasers, and he's here. Now we've won. <laughs> yeah, it's like, yeah. No, we all have a part to play. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, I think I'm intrigued to see what they do with Adam Warlock going forward. And again, that will relate to a, the first post credit scene. Um, because I was surprised that he well we may as well just do that one now the first post credit scene is the new Guardians basically so it's Rocket Groot who's like huge now <laughs> he's like yeah. a big, a big very uh, cute big Groot yep. and then we Groot. also have Adam Warlock one of the children from the High Revolutionaries ship yep. and there's one more is it, it's not Cosmo, is it? Is it the guy with the arrow, the new oh, arrow guy? I don't even know. I don't even know if he's there. Yeah, he is there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're right. Yeah, it's Craglin. Um, so I mean, it's it's Bradley Cooper and Vin Diesel who only have to do the voice work. Mm-hmm. Will Poulter's just joined Marvel. You'd have to think he signed some sort of contract that means yeah. he's there for a while, and you have to think that's going to be a bit of a lengthy role. Uh, the young girl is obviously a newcomer, and then you've got. Uh, he's called Sean Gunn. He's James Gunn's brother, who doesn't like have huge roles or anything. Yeah. So it's a team that they could bring back, just in terms of actually getting the actors back, mm-hmm. rather than getting like a Zoe Saldana or a yeah, Dave Batista back. Yeah. Mm. So I wouldn't be surprised to see that team go forward in some way. That'd be nice. I would Especially like to see. Especially if you got like a really exciting director on board again with their own, who can like Flair. take the characters that we've been introduced to and then introduce the new ones as well. And yeah. Be a tough it, job though, living up it to it. It would be a really tough job, and I don't think many people would want it for that reason. But yeah, I'd, or I'd like to see them, like you know, come and help out the Avengers in Secret Wars mm. and Kang Dynasty. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. yeah, I hope we actually see them as Guardians. Yeah, well, yeah, I like they had little uniforms in this. Oh, I love the little yeah. uniforms, so cute. I also like that they're all just you know, like in the cross one and two, it's like oh, we're, we're friends, but we never say it. And this one, they're just like, no, he's my best friend. <laughs> We're all best, best friends. We're all family. Oh, so we all cute. love each other mm. so much. And we hug. And we, we, we still insult each other. But it's all with good hearts. We good love heart each love. other. Don't try and kill Rocket. Or Chris Pratt's going to get all angry. And sad. So and angry. Sad. And sad. It's a big scream. Yeah. Big, big scream. Do you know what else I want to give an honorable mention to? Is it, I think I might be thinking of the same thing. Is it that little b- alien thing? Will Paul's new pet. Yeah. <laughs> so I knew cute. you were going to say that. What the I fuck is it? I think it's called Derp or something. Or Deep. Derp. Oh, no, Derp's what though. I thought what the yeah, Dungeons and Dragons Derp, girl's yeah. called. <laughs> Maybe that's why I derped in my head. It oh. does have a derpy name, though. 
A very derpy cute. name. Guardians um, all this Guardians do it on purpose and they just introduce a new cute character and they instantly fall in love with the film. Alien is what I've googled. No, uh, but but what the war He's guy. named it, yeah. He's na- named the weird new alien. Blurp. I was Blurp. so close with Oh, Derp. you were close with Derp. Blurp. So a good name. Blurp immediately. Love it. Um, yeah, I, li- I liked that he didn't like speak or do anything mm. ever. It was just I kept this cute like, thing for us. Oh, oh, he's going to turn into a monster like the cat from Captain Marvel. It's going to mm. be the same joke. And it was just like, no, he's just like... He's just, just like, a cute little companion. <laughs> just like a little I friend, live on the but, ship now. <laughs> yeah, and I liked that joke that Adam Warlock really liked him. Yeah. <laughs> he was just like, kill it. And he was like, no. Uh, also, <laughs> speaking of jokes, I like the bit where... They were trying to torture someone for information, and they were like, Adam, do your thing. And he just, like, <laughs> burned him to death. <laughs> there was yeah, a, there was were funny. a lot of good jokes in it. Yeah, um, I liked the um, when they're all in the colourful costumes. Yeah. And um, Mantis is talking into the to the sleeve thing oh, and tells yeah. Chris Pratt that everyone can hear him. Oh, yeah, and then all the dialogue. buttons aren't colour-coded. Yeah. It's like green speaks to red. and Yeah. 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 <laughs> and everyone else thinks it's really obvious. Funny. Yeah. Yeah. This did well as well with um when we talked about Fall of and Thunder that went too far in the kind of silly funny direction. Found a balance. This yeah this yeah. did find a balance because there was a lot of jokes in it. Yeah. And there I noticed is. as well when we went to Fall of and Thunder both times it was quite a full cinema. Admittedly it was more full for Guardians mm. since it went on uh, day one. Yeah. But people actually laughed at this. Yeah. Well it is it is very funny. It's yeah. James Gunn's main strength I think is that he can find humour in almost any scene, which I think maybe became a bit problematic in the second one. I think it was overused, whereas in this one, I think it was necessary, especially because the rocket stuff was so dark. Yeah. Without it, it would have been like a really just somber. You would have come out of the cinema like hanging your head. It would have been. Yeah. It would have been a really. Yeah, like the second viewing. one lacked any kind of darkness at all. Really. Yeah, yeah. Which is weird because the second one kills Yondu, but up until that moment, mm. it is just like, oh yeah, this is fine. Well, it, yeah. It's all like physically really bright and cool and lovely and yeah even when you know i, I, I think this one looked great as well yeah it did really so good um again you could just it was just leaps and bounds on quantum mania which is sad really um, i think it was you do need leaps and bounds on uh, wakanda forever just visually yeah, was, as well yeah. especially when you, you i was just about to say you need it for a film like this where it's so kind of yeah um what's the word i want like it's such a fantasy film yeah because you can't get lost in it if it looks shit. But that oh, was the problem. That was like quant- Quantumania, really. Cause it, yeah. 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 It just fell short. Well, I feel I'm... bad because I keep saying Quantumania, but <laughs> it's just a good example because that should that should have been absolutely... Oh, big. yeah. It should have been a big epic and it wasn't at all. Yeah. Um, whereas this did feel like an epic. Mm. What, what I do think is interesting, because we rewatched the Guardians films in the build-up to this, it's interesting to me how in each one he kind of introduces like new planets and new species. Like, because mm-hmm. in the first one you get um, John C. Riley and Glenn Close as uh, oh, Nova Corps. Nova, Nova Corps, yeah. yeah. And then the second one you obviously get like Eagle's Planet and you get the Sovereign, you know, the gold people. Mm. And I the like Kree? the Kree. Kree Swan. What's the Kree? Kree's the baddies. Don't know what the Kree. Yeah, the Kree are the. I, I think the cream might be the bad news. Well, people are getting anyway, killed. Yeah. I don't know. I can't remember. Um, I literally watched it yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> but like he, James Gunn never then feels like he has to go back mm. and check in with those. He just takes us to a different bit of space, which I think is really interesting. And I can't think of many kind of films and franchises that do. I mean, I think the original Star Wars trilogy did that really well. Right. It's like, you've seen this planet. Now is this new planet? Don't worry. That mm. planet's still there. Or maybe it isn't. Doesn't matter. They're not, they're not in the story anymore. Mm. I well, it, was... it just shows like the the magnitude of 
space. Exactly. Yeah, it feels bigger that we not just keep we don't just keep going like oh remember that planet from one. We're back here again. Um, yeah, it, yeah, is, it feels it a just, lot better. There's not enough story there. Like it's all. Yeah, exactly. It's the guardians aren't doing like. Well, they are doing like life-staking stuff. Well, yeah, but this it's one wasn't is, like a universe ending. Yeah, baddie. that's what I'm trying to say. Yeah. yeah. This one was just uh, this guy's been a dick to a lot of people, but our friend. We wouldn't know about this if he hadn't been a dick to our friend. Yeah. Like, yeah. Literally. Yeah. 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 He um, just like happened to be somewhere and solve a problem. Did you like Kaiju Groot? Huh. Kaiju Groot, that's what when um, he went really, really big on Counter-Earth. Oh, yeah, he looks so cute. Because he looked like Godzilla. Kaiju is like a Godzilla or a big monster. Loved it, yeah. Yeah. I love Groot in all his forms. All his forms, even yes. dead Groot. Oh, well, no, Mike. Well, then you don't love him in all his forms, do you? Uh, and you told a lie. Sorry, sorry, audience. Sorry, I, everyone. I, would never I don't lie love to you dead like Groot. This. Dead Groot it makes me sad. That would make me cry. Well, you say that, and yet, <laughs> never seen a tear. <laughs> uh, I'm trying to think what else I have to say. Well, oh well, let's talk about the uh, last post-credit scene. Uh, that's nothing. Oh, basically, yeah. it's just Star Lord is Star Lord is fully accustomed back to life on Earth. He's talking about mowing a neighbor's lawn, but he don't want to do it because she has a son, and it feels weird if he's going to be going around mowing the lawn. And mm-hmm. then we get the thing of Star Lord cereal as well. Yeah, love it. And then obviously get the legendary Star Lord will return. Um, do you think that's just an Avengers situation, or do you think we'd get us? Because I don't think a Star Lord solo film works. No, I don't want to see a so- solo Star Lord. Just film. because he isn't powerful enough. No, he, he's, well, he yeah, needs, he's a human. He needs well, members of the team, not, doesn't he? Um, but yeah, no, I don't want to see a, a Star Lord. No, I don't. I think and I will say for all the shit I give Chris Pratt, in, which isn't just, mm-hmm. I, I love him as Star Lord. I think he's, he's perfect. perfect yeah, yeah, he's so good at it, and especially when we're rewatching one and two, he's just sensational. Mm-hmm. I love it. He has topped the box office for five consecutive weeks now. Really? Mario for four. Guardians oh, God, for of course, yeah. Probably Guardians next week. Yeah. And then Fast X might topple him. Fast, John Cena. Fast X is going to come fast and furiously <laughs> for him. Uh, speaking of Fast X, our Fast and Furious drink on commentary goes live. Uh, well, tomorrow, if you listen to this, on the day this comes out. Because we were late with this, because we're always a bit late with these at the minute, and we're sorry. We are sorry. We haven't <laughs> we worked on the house. Sorry. First right. world problems. Guardians, have we missed anything? Did... Oh, we didn't, to be fair, we didn't talk about Mantis's ending, which was also a bit vague, where she was just like, I'm just going to go off and see the world and stuff. I like that she went off with the big gloopy monster thing. Yeah, well, I, that, oh, that's something else I meant to mention. Like, with the animal rights thing, because those big gloopy monsters are actually what they fight and kill at yeah, the start the of the second scene one. Yeah, the opening scene too, yeah. And in this one, they're like, no, they're just, like, animals. Scared just, of us, yeah. Yeah, it's just in the nature. So I wonder Growth. if that's, like, James Gunn's had a big change of heart or something in there, and, you know, like, you said, like, with losing his dog or something, and he just can't. Because every animal's just, you know, it's, it's nature in it, yeah, and yeah, yeah. And you shouldn't, they shouldn't be killed for the nature. So I thought that was a nice one eighty, and like you know, they yeah. go back and they even save um, the raccoons that were on the ship as well. Yeah, really nice, really, yeah. really nice. It was a really important message, like yeah. Oh, we haven't mentioned the fight scenes. Um, I thought they were really good. I thought they were quite intense. Like I felt like I fucking loved the Nathan Fillion fight scene. <laughs> <laughs> how funny was that in his big puffy suit I liked I did like the design of their weird I mean that whole thing where it's like their, that whole thing their was thing so weird. was in like a live creature yeah. like they had to yeah, cut through flesh so to get in yeah um, that whole scene was really like visually great but the yeah. fact I really did like the fight scene I liked that New Gamora was just ready to kill everyone yeah because <laughs> she just is completely ruthless yeah um, and I also liked that I genuinely did think Star-Lord had died 
I know. He's facing all weird and out of shape. I know, like so Play-Doh. weird. Like there's, like there's actually a minigame on one of the Mario parties where it starts with like Mario's <laughs> face and then it gets dragged all out of shape and you've got to drag Mario's face out of shape to match it. That's what Chris Pratt's face looked like. That's such a... If, you, if you've understood that reference, then hats <laughs> off to you. I know exactly what you're referring to. Yeah, game developers will know and they'll be, they'll be emailing us tomorrow. Can we use the rights to the uh, Star-Lord Stretch Face game? <laughs> that would be the name of the system. Yes, on it. you can. Yes, you can. For a generous, uh, generous percentage. Just <laughs> let us do the trial. Uh, yeah, Just I like that. And then I like because, but then I also thought that's well stupid that he's gone back for a zoom. And then it, I like the thing that he's so gone back to get it to give it to Rocket. Because oh, he because he nearly lost his friend and he'd shouted at him for listening to his zoom. Which, to be fair, was a dick move. Just sure, you were asleep anyway. <laughs> big drunken idiot <laughs> big drunken idiot we um, should share out of 10 10 no I won't give it a 10 I'll give it like a 9 yeah I'm between 9 and 9.5 I've only seen this once I will be watching it again um, but yeah, yeah do you it like really to gave me everything I wanted from it yeah it did for um, me I'm gonna go 9 points what did I give Puss in Boots <gasps> is it beat Puss in Boots mm, don't think so I'm gonna go 9.5 I think it draws a Puss in Boots, but Puss in Boots probably stays top of my list. Which, speaking of, da, 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 will Evil Dead Rise or Guardians or any of the trailers top our list? Make our hot seat list. So we have, your worst trailer is still We Have a Ghost. Mine is Fast X. We're recording this at a later date, so I'm just going to quickly remind Katie of the trailers we've reviewed this week. Mike, nothing, nothing's changed it, not nothing's, even the Fast. Not no. even... Uh, I don't know okay. if anything will beat that what for What about me. that second Transformers trailer? They've all been shit, though. Well, exactly. I was expecting we have a ghost to be good. <laughs> <laughs> uh, right. I've got Fast X. Yeah, that sticks. Oh, do I swap out for Transformers? That is rubbish. No, I'm going to stick with Fast X. Best trailer, you've got Barbie. I've got Spider-Verse. Mm-hmm. Uh, most... Oh, no. Biggest disappointment. I've got Mario. You've got Luther. Evil, no, neither no, of them are disappointed. No, uh, Most pleasant surprise. No, because uh, I expected Evil Dead to be good as well. It yeah. wasn't a surprise. Uh, worst sequel tease. We both have Luther. I assume. That yeah. yeah. Uh, strangest moment. I have Silly Billy. You have uh, Megan singing Titanium. Oh, she's staying right there. I wonder if anything will top Titanium. Or Silly Billy. They've been there for ages. Worst both performance. Both weird as fuck. Worst performance. I have um, Shazam. Oh. Main guy Shazam, and you have you have Mario. Sure, do yeah, I? Yeah, you have Mario. You put Chris Pratt in. Oh, sorry, Chris Pratt. You feel bad about that now, don't you? I do a little bit, yeah. Uh, anything? No, oh, a lot of performances were good in all these again. Yeah, can't really swap anyone uh, out. Best performance. Regretful of that little Chris. Well, you're you're my good your best performance week. as well, and you can take on both. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I could do that because that scene when he's crying over Rocket. It's really good. Really, it's nice. Honestly, it's a nice reminder of seeing. How good he is when the writing's good, mm. because like when you see him in a Jurassic World or something, it is just a waste of a, a yeah, very of a funny good actor, and charming yeah. and charismatic actor just to be the blankest character ever. I can't Owen. I think his yeah. name's Owen in that franchise. Yeah, he's not even vanilla. He's like he's just, water he's good sorbet. At everything. It's so boring. Oh, it's boring. Uh, I'm gonna stick with. I've got James Norton. You've got Matt Damon. Off oh, air. Mm-hmm. Oh, you you oh. thinking about swapping Pratt in? I am thinking about putting Pratt in. Fuck it, let's put him in. Whoa, Star Lord's in. He's in best and worst performance for Katie so far. <laughs> Star Lord. We love a confusing hot seat. <laughs> I wonder if he'll arrive in person to accept his award. 
worst film we both have Luther. Sticks. Yeah. Best I'm, film. Oh, I want to watch a worse film. It's pissing we me will. off. It's I don't want to keep giving Luther clout. Soon. It's pissing me off. Fast X is out. Don't soon. watch it. Shit. <laughs> Why do people watch it based on worst film, worst sequel tease, and biggest disappointment? No, when people go on about <laughs> something being awful, oh, yeah, you'll see true. how bad it is. It's not even fun, awful, or that one. At least Fast it's not. X it's not. It's not even fun. It's not like Piranha Three Double D, whatever it's called. Three Double D. That's one we need to do actually. It is. That is good. Uh, See how yeah, I plucked that straight from my yeah, mind. It's in the did, forefront yeah. of my mind always every there. time I bring it up. Zombie Beavers. That's another one that's always Zombie there. Zombie Beavers. Yeah. That is a great film about Zombie Beavers. We'll probably cover that for our Drink Line podcast as well. Whether you want uh, it or not. <laughs> best film. I have Puss in Boots. You have Air. This is the closest I've come to swapping out Puss in Boots, but I'm sticking with Puss in Boots. I'm going to put Guardians in. Guardians go in. Sorry, Air. I think you're only there for a week or two. It was uh, only there for a week or two, but it was a worthy spot. I really it was. loved I'm that glad film. glad it was in there. Uh, and glad so it got its moment in the sun. <laughs> nice yeah that brings uh this episode's moment in the sun to an end uh uh these normally come out on tuesdays we've been the ship with them recently but from every tuesday from now on we'll be back on the boil plus thursdays uh back on the what? drink along commentaries the boil you said back on the boil you, you yeah, boil. no but you go on back on the boil like, like boil the kettle yeah. all right you thought the same was back on the ball yeah get back on the ball when you ever on a ball well, we've got football in the background right now. They're on the ball. <laughs> We're on the ball. Uh, exactly. Like deck reference. Uh, yeah, they go out. I drink on commentaries where we turn films into a game to see if you to play them. Go out every Thursday. Next Thursday. up is The Fast and The Furious. And uh, we do drunken debates uh, sporadically on Wednesdays. That, I love Most that. Most recently, we did Best Chris. Uh, thank you very much for listening as ever. And goodbye. Goodbye. Get in touch on Twitter. Sweet Films Alk. Nice. Goodbye. Bye.